Are you really, truly owning what you're good at? That's the question I'm asking in today's podcast episode. Because when it comes to sales, the tendency can be to want to pull back on sharing why you are the most amazing person to work with and really selling your potential clients on the magic that only you can offer. In today's episode, I'm doing a deep dive on how to shift your mindset so you can ditch imposter syndrome, claim what you're really freaking amazing at, and share that clearly and consistently so you can make more sales. If you're someone who feels uncomfortable selling, this mindset shift is a non-negotiable and is going to change how you show up in your business and the sales you see because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I am so excited to dive in because this mindset shift is going to change how you show up in your business and the sales you see because of it. So this episode was born out of a few conversations that I've had with clients recently, and it really got me thinking about how I can support you more in shifting your mindset and embodying the six-figure CEO now. So as you know, in January, I will be hosting a intensive devoted to embodying that six-figure CEO. And this is going to be such a transformative experience for the women who join me for it because I really believe that embodying the six-figure CEO isn't something that happens after the money rolls in. It's something you do now. It's something you become anchored into, shift your mindset around, feel into now so that the money can come rolling in. And that's really the point of this intensive. It's designed to get to the root of those mindset blocks that are holding you back from really owning what it is that you're good at and selling it again and again and again so that you can see those compound results. So you can really see the next level that you're stepping into. And because it becomes so much easier to embody it when you have support, that is ultimately going to help you to create it with so much more ease. So I am absolutely pumped about this intensive. It is going to be such a game changer because not only are we diving into those mindset blocks that have been holding you back in the past and really shifting them, really doing the work to look at things from a different perspective, from a different angle, give massive doses of permission, and really just anchoring into what it is that you are good at and the transformation that you offer your clients so that you feel so grounded, so confident, so rock solid in that, that you can't help but go out and share how you can help your potential clients and transform that relationship into paying clients. So not only do we cover all that, 
that, but we're also going to craft the action plan. You know that I am all about honing your manifestation skills and taking more of the right actions in your business so you can see bigger results through your mindset. So that's really what we're going to focus on as well. You're going to walk away from this intensive knowing exactly how your sales funnel flows together. You're going to know exactly what offers lead to one another, what they're priced at, how to sell them, what your magnetic message is around those offers. You're going to feel so grounded, so embodied, so freaking good that you can't help but share all of this amazingness with your potential clients and you book more clients because of it. So that is what we focus on in that embodied CEO intensive. This is something that I am offering in January. If you would like to talk more about whether that is the best next step for you and your business, be sure to head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash embodied intensive. And when you're there, you'll be able to book a clarity call and we can just chat more about whether this is really the thing that's going to support you in becoming the six figure CEO in in 2023. So I want to be sure that you knew about that because I am just so, so excited for you to join me in that. And just so you know, you must have your clarity call booked by January 12th. I wanted to give us a little bit of time because I know the holidays kind of throw things off and it can be difficult to book that call during that time. But I really want you to have what you need to hit the ground running. So that is why I am giving you until January 12th to book that call and be eligible for that intensive, which is super, super amazing and it's going to be so good. So as I dive in to today's topic and today's mindset shift, I had been thinking about how often when clients start working with me, they're really hesitant to claim what it is that they're good at. And I know how hard it can be to really, really own and feel embodied in the work that you do. And this is why I talk about sales mindset all the freaking time. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I really believe sales mindset is one of the biggest needle movers and quite frankly, the most important thing if you want to have sustainable success. And I think that this is something that we tend to pull back on, that there's this really big tendency to sort of dim your light or to feel like you can't really step out and claim that you are the expert or you are really freaking good at what you do. And I think that there's a lot of imposter syndrome that comes up. I think there's a lot of you know, confidence blocks to work through. I think that there's a lot of mindset stuff there, quite frankly. But what I find to be true is that the people you look up to, the people you view as expanders, they all have one thing in common. And that is that they decided to claim and embody what they were really freaking good at before they became known for it. And I want to be really clear about that because I don't think that often 
it's the other way around, right? So most of the time, people don't become known for something and then they feel confident afterwards. It's that they cultivate the confidence first. They embody it first. They feel into it first. And that allows them to show up from that place and is ultimately what they become known for because they're showing up from that place. So the biggest thing that happens there is a decision. It's a decision around what it is that you are really good at. And if you have not decided that yet, this is your opportunity to step into that. This is your opportunity to claim today, right now, in this moment, what it is that you are amazing at and how you support your clients in exactly that. So I really think this is such a big piece of sales mindset because if you don't believe in what it is that you're doing, if you have a really hard time communicating that, if you feel uncomfortable being paid for that, if you just feel like uncomfortable all around, then it doesn't make you want to go out there and talk about it and get clients and pitch people, right? Like, of course, those things don't live together. So this is a really, 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 really important mindset block to work through because I want you to feel confident in the transformation you offer. I want you to feel confident in the results you can get your clients. I want you to feel confident getting paid for the work that comes easily to you. I want want you to own that you are just so good at it that people are excited to pay you. That is what you're stepping into. That is the energy I want you to borrow here because that is what is going to make the biggest difference when it comes to skyrocketing your sales getting those consistent clients in your business, stepping into the six-figure CEO this year. That mindset is what is going to be the game changer. So you're probably sitting there thinking, okay, it sounds great, Amanda, but how do I do that? So let's dive into that because I really believe that it's okay to do it differently. In fact, I'd rather you do it differently. So what I mean by that is so often we come up against this block of like, why me when there are so many other people out there? Or why me when you know, there are people who charge less, right? I'm sure if we dug there, we could find even more mindset blocks, but but I'm not looking to put more ideas in your head there. But what I'd like to offer here is you likely have the same boring result, and I'll explain that in a second, as everyone else, because when it really boils down to it, we all basically want the same things, you know? So we all really want health, wealth, happiness. It all kind of boils down to the same stuff and that's fine, right? I really want you to lean into this idea of like, ultimately we're all kind of selling the same thing. Don't overthink it. That is okay. It probably will feel like a boring result that everyone else is selling as well, because I think that most humans really do want those same boring results. But I really believe that even though it can be a boring result, because we all want the same stuff, that you probably have your own spin. You probably have your own process, your own way of thinking about the work that you do, your own way of getting your clients results, your own way of really stepping into and owning what you're good at and transforming 
your clients and the struggles that they have and the problems that they come to you with and really helping them to get bigger results. I would be willing to bet that you have your own unique spin. And I don't say that in a way where it's like, oh my gosh, that now that feels super pressure filled and I've got to go find the thing that's my own unique spin and my own, you know, unique recipe. Like, I'm not trying to go there, right? Like secret sauce is probably all made with like very similar ingredients, but everyone has like a slightly different flavor to it, right? Or a slightly different way of going about it. And I think even if you don't necessarily feel that in this moment or you're not really sure what your own secret sauce is, that's totally fine because you probably have it without even knowing it, right? You probably have your own unique recipe simply by way of being you and showing up as you. And that's great. And that's amazing. So don't overthink it. I don't want you to spin out here on trying to like, what's the expression? Like rebuild the wheel. I think that's it. And trying to find like this totally new way of doing things, because quite honestly, I think that can be another mindset challenge as well. I remember for a really long time before I even knew like mindset coaching was a thing, I kept trying to like come up with a creative way to say the work that I was doing. And ultimately it just was so confusing because I didn't really know. I was like trying to like invent something new essentially, but I didn't really know what people were going to put into the Google search bar to actually find the work that I did. Now mindset coaching is so popular and there are so many mindset coaches for business and I totally get that. Not all of them own sales the way that I do and we can definitely talk about that too. But I think that that this is one area where I find people trying to like create new and innovative titles. And I would really, really encourage you to think about what is your ideal client putting into the search bar in Google? Like, what are they looking for? And can that be the thing that you own? Can you boil it down to that level? Because one, it's going to be easier for them to understand. It's going to be easier for you to communicate. And when those two things happen, it just so much more ease in the process, right? Like that's what happens. So that's what I really encourage you to do there. It's like, don't overthink it. Own the category that you know you're good at. But also I want you to think about this through the lens of that unique process or that part of the work that you do that you can really own. So let me give you an example here. I could have like a few health coaches that I was trying to decide between, right? And ultimately, if we know that they're health coaches, the main thing that they're selling is health, right? Of those health, wealth, and happiness categories that we talked about. So yes, probably you could argue like wealth and happiness would be a byproduct of that. And I'm sure we could go deep on that. But For the sake of this example, let's say that we have a few different health coaches and they all have entirely different approaches. So one is a nutritionist, the other is a physical trainer, the other facilitates breath work. All of them can help you improve your health, right? But they're taking wildly different approaches. And I think this is so important to recognize. And I'm sure there, I mean, there are tons more I didn't list here. And I'm sure you could fill in the blank with all the different kinds of health coaches out there. But that's not really the point. The point is that 
they all have their own unique take and their own unique process. There is something about the way that they do things that is different from one another. So one is probably going to focus a lot more on what you're eating and making sure you're getting the right nutrients if they're a nutritionist. If there's a physical trainer, they're probably focusing a lot more on your workouts. They're probably focusing a lot more on lifting or exercise or whatever fits under that umbrella. And then the last one, like if they facilitate breathwork, that might literally look like a Zoom session where they do breathwork, right? So all of those approaches are going to look really different. Now, this is kind of a drastic example here because I want you to be able to see it and understand it. But I think the same thing is true when it comes to online business, right? If we're talking about, you know, one designer who really specializes in web design, but they're on the Squarespace platform, there might be another designer who only does branding. There might be another designer that specializes in show it, right? And if you're not familiar with design, that might have all sounded really foreign to you. But as Essentially, they all have a different process and we could probably even go deeper on that and break it up by style where one has a really like neutral aesthetic and works with really um, like premium editorial brands and another might work with really like fun and quirky brands, bright colors, all of that, right? So even that in itself is going to differentiate you within your industry and within your own niche, right? So I know that you have your own spin here and you may have to teach and educate your potential clients about your specific approach because most people aren't coming to the table saying like, oh, like what makes them different from that other designer that I thought about hiring, right? Like they're not quite thinking about it in the same analytical way. And that's fine, but you really want to connect the dots for your potential clients. One thing that comes up a lot for me is that I think we all have a tendency to think our potential clients are doing a lot more connecting the dots and a lot more thought around our offers than they actually are. And what I mean by that is unless you say breathwork is the thing that's going to lower your stress levels and help you to sleep better so that you can ultimately feel better in your daily life, have a really healthy future, like whatever, right? Unless you're explicitly talking about the results that are possible on the other side of your process, your ideal clients are not connecting the dots. Your potential clients are not saying, oh, thank goodness she does breath work because I know that's going to really boost my health. Like, Unless you say that, they are not thinking that. We really need to spell it out for our potential clients, especially in this day and age where they're scrolling by so quickly, where we need so many touch points in order to really, truly show up and sell and make sales. And that's okay. Like none of this is wrong, right? But it just means that we have to do some of that work for our potential clients so that they know the benefits of working with you. And that is so valuable and it's going to be so helpful when it comes to closing more sales because you're telling them what the result on the other side of working with you is. Now, if you're uncomfortable about talking about results, then that's a whole nother mindset block and we can dive into that in a different episode. But for the sake of staying on track today, I really want you to notice 
how you're connecting the dots for your potential clients. And are you really owning that? Are you really owning those results? Are you really connecting those dots for them so that they can understand the benefits of working with you and why they would hire you? So for example, in my own business, I've really anchored into sales mindset being the thing that has supported both me and my clients in getting incredible results. You know, I will preach sales mindset every day, all day. I believe it is such an important part, the most important part of building a successful and sustainable business because if you are not making sales, you cannot be sustainable long-term, right? We literally need that income for you to stay in business. So I have... I mean, I think this is why I have clients who have been with me for the past like three to four years. I have so many of my clients who have had their first 10K month when we work together. I've helped clients scale to 20K months. And there are clients who have had their first six figure years in our work together. I really believe this all boils down to sales mindset. I believe that the work we do to clarify what they're selling, because quite honestly, there is nothing, like nothing harder than selling when you don't know what you're selling. But to actually support them in the mindset to own what it is that they're good at. And I just think that this is something that is not talked about nearly enough. And I'm not really sure why. (laughs) I think a lot of times we, we almost skim over this part because it almost seems like, yeah, of course you like just shoot out of the womb knowing you're good at this stuff and you should just believe that. And it's like, but most of us actually don't. And I think there's a lot of societal conditioning and programming, all of that, right? That makes it difficult to say loud and proud, I am really freaking good at what I do. And that's what I want you to step into. That's what I want you to really start owning more and more and more. Because the more you step into that, the more you feel really good about that, the easier it's going to be to communicate to your potential clients, the easier it's going to be to make sales. And honestly, if you get really good at this, which you will, then that's what makes your business sustainable long-term because there's just such an element of trust that factors in when you know how to close sales, when you know how to sell in a way that feels good and you just know how it works. You know how the mechanism of closing sales again and again and again works. So there isn't a level of doubt that it's possible for you or you may have your moments right but it's a moment it's not like an extended period of time of like I don't know if I'll ever get a client again or I don't know where the next client will come from and I think there's so much like mindset drama around that I guess for lack of a better word and when you really feel like you are really freaking good at what you do you're really good at communicating what you do you're really good at pitching on calls you're really good at like the mechanism that is sales you just trust yourself so much more in your business and I think that's the biggest game changer I see for clients is they just get really good at knowing how this works and how to show up and make sales again and again and land clients again and again and just feel really, really good about that. So I don't know that I would have the six-figure business that I have today if I hadn't really anchored into mindset being the biggest difference maker in business results, both for myself and my clients, you know that 
my background and, you know, my work pivoting from design to coaching and all I experienced in that and learning how to market and learning how to sell in a way that felt good was such a important part of my story and such a transformative thing that I went through and now is the thing I can't help but share because I'm telling you, sales mindset just was the difference maker in my business. And not only that, I really, really started to own that. And I really gave myself permission, allowed myself to really let that be my thing. And it's just made the biggest difference. Like I wouldn't be able to record this podcast episode for you today had I not decided that was actually my thing, that I'm just really freaking good at it by way of all of the results that I mentioned that clients have gotten and myself has gotten, right? So that sounded like a weird way to say that, that I've gotten. There we go. That's how you say that. <laughs> and I just think that that was such a game changer for me because I didn't have to wonder, I guess is what I would say, right? I didn't have to wonder, is this actually my thing? Is this the thing I should talk about more often? Is this important, right? Is anyone doing it in this way? Like there are so many doubts that could have come up. There are so many worries and fears and all the things, right? But I really gave myself permission to own it. And I could have totally made myself wrong. So I just give myself so much credit and we're going to talk about that. It would have been so easy for me to be like, but I have a sales flow and not a script or I don't use high pressure sales tactics and get credit card info on the call. And therefore that means I'm not good at sales. And that means that this isn't really my thing or like insert excuse, self-doubt, worry here, right? There could have been so many ways, so many ways (laughs) that I could have made myself wrong for it. And I give myself so much credit that I didn't do that. But what happened was I really gave myself permission to own that I was a rock star at sales mindset. And it's the reason I get incredible results. And it's the reason my clients get incredible results, right? So not only that, but I'm all about creating your own lane here. And that's really how Sincere Sales was born, was because I believe selling in a sincere way is actually incredible and actually super effective both for you and your clients and that it's actually selling in a way that feels good that gets the best results when I started to own that that's when the sincere sales coaching call became a thing that's when which I still offer for free by the way so if you haven't taken me up on that yet definitely get over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales and book yours because those are incredible And are just going to help you to embody so much of what we've been talking about today and notice where those sales mindset blocks are coming up and just really, really shift them. But that call literally would not exist. It would not be there had I not really anchored into sales mindset being the thing that I am just freaking incredible at supporting clients in. And Owning that has totally transformed my business. It's quite literally how I have a six-figure business that I have today. I don't think that I would have reached six figures in a year if I had not really started to own what it was that I was good at. And look, I don't mean to say this happens overnight. I don't mean to say that, you know, (laughs) this was an overnight process. I think you all know enough of my story to know that was definitely not the case. 
But I do think it is such, such worthwhile work. And if it's something you're shying away from, I really believe that you're probably making everything feels so much harder than it has to be because when we shy away from feeling you know good about the results that are possible when we shy away from making the pitch because we can't guarantee it when we shy away from saying our rates out loud which leads to clients being confused or just feeling unsure potential clients feeling unsure there's just it just makes all of the actions feel so much harder and you're probably feeling like you have to hustle way harder and do way more work than you actually have to do by way of trying to avoid selling. So just really notice that and notice where you're not owning what you're good at in your sales process. And if you do this work, then you are going to really feel so much more anchored in that core genius. You're going to feel so much more embodied in the work that you do and show up from that place. But I think that this is just the work we often would rather skip over. So what I mean by that is we often think well, I don't have time to do mindset work because I have to go send that email, right? Or I don't have time to do mindset work because like insert thing here, right? Like our brain really wants to think our brain, we share our brain, your brain really wants to think that the action is where it's at. And I totally get that. I get why, because the action is most of the time, the thing that feels productive, right? It feels like you checked it off the list. But if you are not taking those actions from the mindset of actually selling your work, then we're, we're just missing like the most important part of the equation, right? So this is where stop, drop, and journal can be so helpful because if you journal on like, why am I the best person to help my potential clients? How can I really start owning that? You're going to feel different and you're going to take different actions from that place. Quite literally, the copy that you write, <laughs> the post that you write, when you feel kind of meh on your sales and don't really want to pitch or aren't really sure about yourself or your work or feeling a lack of clarity around really owning what you're good at, like that post ends up being a kind of watered down version of how people can work with you, right? But if you do the work to get your mindset on board with it and you're like, yes, I feel so anchored in this. I feel so good. And I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go write a post about that because I know that I can help someone today and that is enough. And I am going to sell why I am like the best person to help them with this. That action is going to work so much better for you. It's going to come with more ease. It's going to come with more flow. And it's just going to get better results too, right? So this is where mindset work really, truly does pay off. So if you're someone who says like, oh, I just don't have time for it or, you know, like insert thing here, I really encourage you to start thinking about how you, how it might just make everything feel a lot easier if you do the mindset work first. Okay. So I remember when I was a designer, I was really freaking good at design too, but I had a really hard time owning that. And I remember I really, really wanted to charge premium rates. And you know, I believe our desires are the roadmap. So I was really feeling like, okay, I know the kind of client I want to attract. I just don't feel worthy of actually charging that because 
it actually just came really easily to me, right? Like design, granted, I had years of training and college and all of the things, right? But I just knew that and job experience too. Oh my gosh, so much, so much experience, right? But I just knew that it came easily to me and I always felt weird about charging for it because it came easily. Now that was something I really worked through and something I really anchored into before I even knew mindset work was a thing was that I really wanted to charge those premium rates. I was going to update the number on my website. I was going to change a lot of the um, supporting materials around it, right? And that's ultimately how I landed those 10K design projects. But it was totally a thing where I had to get my mindset on board with it to even be able to take those actions to update the website and update all of that stuff. And quite honestly, the website took me way longer than it need to, needed to by way of working through this worthiness of charging that rate at the same time, right? So all of that to say, I know that this work isn't necessarily easy or doesn't necessarily happen overnight, but I also know that there are big results on the other side of really owning what you're good at. So my question is, where is this coming up for you? Are you really good at systems, but you're not giving yourself permission to own that because you want to focus on, I don't know, the high level strategy of the systems rather than the done for you service of setting them up, right? Like maybe that's a total block or are you really good at copywriting, but you're not giving yourself permission to own that because you don't really have formal training in it and you've only taken a few classes here and there. So you feel uncomfortable, like really promoting it. Or are you really good at design, but you're not giving yourself permission to own that because you don't have this like massive portfolio of dream clients or concept projects to show potential clients yet? Really, really notice where those stories are coming up, where those mindset blocks are coming up, because this is the most important work you can do to get bigger results in your business. If you are someone who knows that they want to embody the six-figure CEO in 2023, then this is the work you need to be doing. If you do not believe that you are good at the work that you help your potential clients with, then there's no, there's almost no strategy that can save you, right? And I say that with so much love. But if you don't believe in the work that you're doing, you're just climbing a really tall mountain, right? <laughs> it's like the difference between, I don't know, I'm just like making this up, but it's like the difference between hiking a mountain in like ballet flats and you know not having the proper gear versus like having hiking boots and trekking poles and the correct backpack and the correct food supply and all of that right like you want to climb the mountain with the right gear with the right equipment and that's what mindset does for you is you're not working against your tools you're actually working with them, you have all the right foundations in place and you know that you're going to perform better for lack of a better way of saying this than you would if you did not have the correct foundations, if you did not have the right gear, if you were just, you know, deciding to do this on a whim, right? Kind of a weird side tangent analogy that I just threw in there, but hopefully it made sense to someone. So 
I really believe that the way you set yourself up for success is by doing this foundational mindset work so you can embody that six-figure CEO and so you can become that person and actually get the results that are on the other side of that. So look at those blocks that are holding you back from claiming this is my thing and I am really fucking good at it. Look what's holding you back from that and then go do mindset work around that. Go journal on that. Go look at what's coming up. Go look at what fears come up when you say that out loud. Go look at why that feels uncomfortable to share or to say out loud. Like look at what's coming up there and then that's your work that's what you want to do the mindset work to shift and also look at like what what are all the reasons you are good at it right what are all the reasons that you're amazing at what you do like what experience and credentials do you have what testimonials do you have from past clients what are the things that people tell you you're really good at all the time like look at all the evidence there too and it's going to totally transform how you show up in your sales process you may be good at something but if you don't believe you're good at that thing, you're not going to show up and share that. Your energy isn't going to be behind it. You're not inviting people to work with you or tell them how you can help. And like, I could go on and on and I won't for the sake of trying to keep this shorter. However, owning what you're good at matters. Your sales mindset matters. It may seem like you don't have time for this kind of mindset work or you'd rather skip over it or you're afraid of what will come up. I've been there. I've had all of those. So, so much permission there, but it is the work that's going to make the actions come with so much more ease. And honestly, if you're not owning what you're good at, you're just doing more work than you have to do by way of trying to avoid that, right? Like trying to avoid having to say you're good at something or really pitch why you would be the best option or the best person to support your potential clients and really sell them on working with you. So I hope this was so, so helpful. I hope that all of you are going to turn around and go write a post about what you're really fucking good at. I would love for you to tag me because I want to hear it. I want to hear what you are good at. I want you to own that. I want you to work that uncomfortable edge of saying those things out loud and truly, truly believing it. And I know it'll feel hard at first, but trust me, it gets so much easier and ultimately the world needs your work. So I know you are going to have an incredible impact, but it means really owning what you're good at, really believing in the work that you do and believing the transformation that is possible for your clients and then getting out there to share and sell that because that's how this whole business thing works. All right. I love this episode. If you loved it, please screenshot it, share it out on Instagram stories. I love to see that you're listening and I hope you have an incredible week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. 
Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. And so, okay, one more sip of water that we'll talk. <laughs>